This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. We would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land that we listen and record on today. We record on the land of the Wurundjeri Willem people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello, you are listening to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman, and today we sit down with Sophia Laidlaw. Sophia got into top class for her VCE solo performance of Frida Kahlo. Sophia is also Ducks of the School at Eltham College in 2020 and did very well in VCE Theatre Studies and VCE Drama. We sit down and focus on her work in VCE Drama in 2020. We ask about her approach to the subject and how she went about achieving such strong results. Without any further ado, I bring you the brilliant Sophia Laidlaw. Welcome to the podcast, Sophia. Thank you, Nick. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for giving us your time. So, you did VCE Theatre Studies and eventually took up VCE Drama, ended up with an excellent study score and now a top-class solo, Uh, but you didn't initially choose VCE Drama. What changed your mind? Yeah, so I had done Year 10 of Theatre Studies, so Unit 1 and 2, and I thought that would be kind of it and I would have enough on my plate doing three and four. I think I'd actually even told my parents, no, 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 I'm doing theatre studies, I'm not going to take it further, it's just this. But um, I was, quite frankly, pretty bored with my subjects because uh, my only practical subject was then theatre studies in year 11. And even that, that was then a bit more theory. And then I was seeing some of my classmates were doing VC drama and looked like they were having a lot of fun. And I was like... Oh, I might I might try this even uh, just twice a week I think we arranged to do just so I could do some practical stuff some acting um, and then I ended up loving it and taking it up as a seventh subject and then huge success <laughs> and then you smashed it out of the park do you think the VC theatre studies as a background uh, helped you 100% yeah I think I was really grateful that I had all that foundation in VC theatre studies both for the written work and the performance work. And I also felt then a lot more confident to approach a subject like VCE drama, especially because at times, like, you feel quite vulnerable putting yourself out there, even more so than for theatre studies. So having already gotten more confidence from doing theatre studies, that helped a lot in pushing the limits of what I felt comfortable with in VCE drama. Cool. Um, And how did you approach studying and learning the essentials of VCE drama? We just talked about some overlap of VCE theatre studies there as well, but how did you go about learning those essential new concepts? Well, it was was a bit confusing at first. Like you had the theatre studies and drama um, concepts, like some were overlapping and then some you've got the dramatic elements for drama and the elements of theatre composition for theatre, which confused me a bit. But I suppose just breaking it down into making it relevant, especially with the dramatic elements, like thinking back to like community theatre shows or like shows we've done at school productions and what elements were kind of already in that as to how I can relate to something something abstract like rhythm, how that actually the practical application of that. And I think that helped me a lot in kind of understanding what it was beyond like a theoretical concept and of course, like when we did our ensemble work in Unit 1 2 drama and, and solo work, like breaking it down and knowing, okay, now I'm going to consciously add rhythm to this uh, while knowing what rhythm was. And then you're again doing that, 
practically instead of just learning about it. I think that really helped me feel comfortable like talking about these concepts and using them too. I love the idea of, of matching the uh, theoretical with the practical. That's great. How did you go about choosing your solo? You, you did get the top class audition and we now know that you're going to be performing at the Arts Centre in, in a few weeks. How did you choose it? I was quite surprised that I came to a conclusion relatively, relatively quickly that I wanted to choose that solo. I think that was just the one at the start, the Frida Kahlo solo, that really stood out to me. Um, like I, I was also looking at like the Mary Poppins one, the Irene Settler one, but with the Frida Kahlo one, I quite liked that the theatre style was surrealism, and surrealism was something that I explored a little bit in Unit One Two, and I felt like I really wanted to explore further, being something that I was passionate about, and that I already felt uh, a bit comfortable doing. So it wasn't something completely new, so to play to my strength in a way. And also the more I researched about Frida Kahlo before I actually said, okay, I'm going to do it, the more I, I thought her life was really, really fascinating. Her artworks were so beautiful. And I just had all these ideas that were coming to me that I didn't really have with any of the other stimuluses. Like I uh, just had a set design idea from very early on. I um, really wanted to include Frida Kahlo's paintings in my acting and I thought I could link that really nicely with surrealism. So for me, that was just quite a clear choice early on, so I was pretty lucky with that. Great, yeah. Frida Kahlo spoke to you straight away. It was an Definitely. excellent, excellent choice. <laughs> How do you approach the written analysis and evaluation tasks? Right, so I think I would say that it was really to do with preparation, like depending on whether it's analysing my own work or analysing a performance that we've seen, it's really to do with feeling comfortable with what I was talking about before even setting out to write those responses. So in terms of, for example, like evaluative, like uh, evaluation, like we'd have lists of evaluative words, um, glossaries, same with analysis, just so I could feel comfortable before I was writing it that I knew what I was talking about. Or even like when I was, luckily, I mean, not luckily, because that we couldn't see a live performance last year, but one um, good thing having uh, the recorded performance was that I could look back on it and write extensive notes on the performance. And then when I went to write my written responses in practice, I could be like, oh, okay, so this question calls for uh, set design or transformative set design. What notes do I have on that? And so that was quite a nice way to kind of ease myself into doing written work. Um, it wasn't just completely going in without any notes at all, um, preparing for a sack. I would, that's kind of how I prepare for it. And then, of course, in a sack you can't have notes, but just feeling comfortable enough with my background knowledge before the sack or before. Sounds like a pretty good idea to me, and it certainly worked. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you ended up being ducks of the school, which works crazy proud of you for that, and you must be hugely proud of yourself. You're an incredible young person, but how do you balance everything else with such a creatively demanding subject like VC drama and VC theatre studies? They take a lot of your time. How did you manage it all? Yeah, definitely, and I think I, it was quite demanding to have especially in year 12 to do VC drama and I also did about music um, but I thought it was also really good to have a balance between that and my more written academic subjects like English and literature like I don't, didn't want to be writing essays all the time so it'd be good to have that creative output uh, outlet um, in drama for instance and it's just something I guess that I 
chipped away out uh, away at and like just at home random times like ideas would come to me it wasn't like I was necessarily just working 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 all the time and it, it would be kind of also happening in the background um with like creative ideas and I just okay jot it down and then maybe when it came to class I'd be like okay what are some things that, that have been going around my head in the last week let's put it together let's improvise and experiment a bit because that's what class was really good for um and so yeah I thought it was instead of being demanding while well, it was time consuming to do uh, two or three creative subjects it was a good balance to have and um good to have something other than just doing the more slightly mundane academic um subjects because I, I definitely really enjoyed my practical subjects and I mean VC drama was my favorite subject so it was easy for me to want to put time and effort into it right. I would say and beyond that you were involved in a whole number of co-curricular activities as well <laughs> yes. of course took too much on <laughs> yes all the productions and things like that well thank you so much for your time but what advice do you have for those wanting to get great study scores and getting into top class I'd say it's a lot about the preparation you do beforehand and it's not just in the year that you want to get into it it starts way back like it starts at the start of doing VC drama or theatre studies it starts further back getting involved with productions because that's the kind of practical experience that you you do get in the classroom but it's really good to have that confidence and that uh, that variety of uh, shows up your belt already um, to just be able to have more experience, I suppose. And in terms of specifically wanting to do well and perhaps getting to top class, I would say while that's an that's an awesome goal to have, like just wanting to do really well and create a great performance is what I aim to do, I suppose. And then like the top class was just a really awesome, pleasant surprise. And I think there was one time in our in our drama class when we were talking about my solo, Nick, and you were like, oh, would you like to meet the criteria or put on a really good solo? And so I think it's about finding that balance of, yes, you of course you want to meet the criteria to do uh, well in terms of study score or getting into top class because that's what the BCAA wants, but you also want to make something that you're really proud of and something that you want to put the effort in to do something that's going to keep you motivated for the whole process because it is quite a long process and at the end of the day that's all that matters as long as you're really happy with your performance brilliant thank you very much for your time today Sophia Laidlaw thank you to you Nick nice chatting to you that is all from us at the aside a big thanks to Sophia Laidlaw for taking time out of her pretty busy start of year schedule to make time for us we really appreciate it you are a gun Sophia thank you another big shout out to Amanda Sykes who was Sophia Laidlaw's VCE 34 theatre studies teacher an exemplary educator thank you very much Amanda that may be all from the aside today but we do have a load of episodes in the bank for you to enjoy so feel free to go through our list of episodes and find one that piques your interest it may be on other top class performers or students that have achieved a study score of 50 in a VCE subject or it could be an episode specifically about a play that you love we have a range of episodes that might interest you if you would like to suggest a topic for a future episode do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com we answer a number of emails each week and are happy to help 
Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, and of course, thank you for listening.